Okay, so is um, Sasha, and I am a um, recovered compulsive eater, and I am here, <clears throat> um, gratefully here, um, sharing my story. I have about um, going on four years of recovery, and I um, just wanted to start off by saying, um, um, you know, thank you for being here for the opportunity to. Um, share my experience, strength, and hope. And, um, you know, this is one of the biggest gifts that I get to experience as a result of working the program, um, sharing my recovery in the hopes that it can help somebody else. Um, the big book on page 84, it um, says, you know, no matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. And that is a promise that I've seen come true for myself. And, um, you know, with every month, every year, it just um, grows over time. So, yeah, I'm going to be sharing what I was like. Um, what was it like to actually recover for me and uh, what my life is like today um, in recovery? So to start off, um, if I give you like a little snapshot of what my life was like, um, you know, four years and beyond, um, I can start off with, um, well, first of all, I'll tell you today briefly, and then, um, you know, I am 40 years old. I live a life in recovery today where I'm no longer controlled by urges and impulses to eat or purge. Um, I don't follow a diet, and I don't need to lose weight. I don't need to preoccupy myself with what I look like. I don't obsess about food, and I don't, you know, regret what I eat or, um, you know, try to plan what I eat. Um, I no longer have food hangovers, and I don't make, you know, big plans to go fasting for the next three days to make for compulsively eating. And that was the insanity that I used to live in on a daily basis. That's what my mind was thinking about. Um, so in my new life as a recovered compulsive eater, I'm able to make healthy decisions about food naturally with the guidance of my higher power. Um, and with you know, all the time that I used to waste thinking about food, assessing about it, just being in my head in general, I'm able to accomplish at least twice as much as I used to. Um, I'm on like a forward, <laughs> um, you know, uh, trajectory as opposed to going downhill and, you know, destroying my relationships. I'm able today to maintain healthy relationships. And um, my higher power has helped me create a life that I'm actually wanting to live that I'm happy with. And, um, yeah, so I have peace and happiness. So um, that's what I have gotten from working with steps. Just within four years, my life has really transformed. Um, so the course of my of being in my disease, um, you know, I had 
35 years in my disease of uh, compulsive eating. And um, some of my first memories, you know, from around the age of seven were of, um, you know, craving, um, I, re I remember, like, first food memories were of, actually, probably my first memories as well, um, you know, wanting sweet foods as a way to relax. Um, I know that I um, remember going to my grandmother's house, and she, um, you know, always had, like, lots of goodies and things on holidays, and I would take multiple trips to the dinner table to get sweets, and I would just go back over and over again. And, you know, my brother, he was just sitting there, and he was watching TV. He had what he wanted, and he was full. Um, and, but I would just um, go back for more, and it seemed like I was bottomless pit. And this did not seem normal, you know, looking back at it. Um, growing up, you know, just I, you know, I had anything. I had my needs met. I had parents that loved me. Um, there was nothing bad happening in my life that would make me turn out to be a compulsive eater, you know? Um, I was, for some reason, however, overcome with anxiety and fear from a pretty early age. And um, I grew into that teenager that was pretty moody and depressed. Um, so that compulsive eating tendency when I was around, you know, seven that I recall, it progressed to be a pretty much everyday occurrence. Um, and by the time, you know, I got to middle school, my mom was hiding food from me. And then by high school, I was hiding food from her. I would hide food, like, in my drawers in my room. Um, you know, I could never get enough. Um, I would be picky about what I ate. I wouldn't like the dinner, but then I would, like, stash all this other garbage food, um, as my dad probably used to call it. Um, in college, I became a very serious compulsive eater. And that was after I quit um, a sports team. I was a swimmer. And within one year, I was bulimic, hardcore bulimic. And I, well, I mean, um, I guess it's subjective uh, because it got worse. But um, I was able to graduate by the crazy God. Um, somehow, it took a while, but I got a degree while I was obsessing about food and eating and trying to get skinny. And that was kind of like what I cared more about. Um, I remember I wanted to major in um, a certain area of study and I was just falling apart and I could barely make it. And so I was just like, okay, I'm going to fall back on this other major that was easier. And yeah, so the compulsive eating started out as a way for me to feel good. And it progressed to the point where not only did I want it, but I started to need it. And I started to rely on it to feel relief from my anxiety. So binges of one bag became binges of two bags. I just 
seem to require more and more food to feel secure, far more than my nutritional, you know, caloric needs. And, you know, when I was younger, people didn't really notice, you know, physically I did not manifest uh, that I was a, um, I was eating, um, my eating behaviors were out of the ordinary. However, um, you know, by the time I was 12, I personally felt very um, self-conscious. And I remember I was measuring the size of my body. I was definitely obsessed with certain features. And uh, yeah, so if anybody can relate to that. Um, and yeah, so um, yeah, and so I resorted to purging to try to maintain this idea that I thought I needed to be slim and you know these the thinking of like I need to look this way and look that way it didn't help me um, it would drive me more to obsess and eat and so um, purging was my solution it didn't fix my eating problem though it made it worse so first my food was my solution to life for my anxiety and then purging was my solution for my compulsive eating. And as you can see, it just kind of snowballs. Um, so fast forward to, you know, getting my first job after graduation. Um, you know, you could really tell that I had very little confidence in myself. And um, I didn't know how to go about making a living for myself as a, you know, adult. Um, and I had, I needed a lot of help from, I relied a lot on my parents, you know, um, financially and then emotionally. And that's another aspect to my story. My, um, uh, my reliance on other people, which if you have any questions about it, you can always ask me. And um, that kind of weaves in as a different um, <clears throat> uh, part of my recovery story from codependency. But I'm here today to talk about the compulsive eating, which was really what was killing me. And yeah, so I was pretty debilitated in many ways. And so that's what it was like. And what happened was, you know, I had um, well, I had a pretty deep descent after I had a failed relationship, and um, it drove me to seek help for. Um, my compulsive eating. I remember I was turning green because I was just binging and purging so much. And I was just like, okay, I gotta, gotta solve this because my mom told me like, she wasn't going to send me to recovery. She wasn't going to pay for that. She was, I hated her for that, but she was definitely um, tough love. And I'm really glad that she was because that got me into recovery. But looking back on it, I definitely victimized. I was definitely into you know, uh, I felt like a victim. Um, and, you know, I blamed her for my eating problems. And like, you know, my, my perception of, of life and other people is um, very skewed. Um, I also relied on other people to make me feel better, as I kind of touched upon earlier. And um, yeah, so 
um, you know, in short, I had quite a long kind of recovery, getting to the recovery that I have today, which is freedom and happiness from compulsive eating, did not happen the moment I walked into the doors of a 12 step meeting. It took me, I think, at least 10 years to um, find um, recovery. And so if you haven't found it and you've been trying, don't worry, <laughs> I, can, I can recover um, after suffering for so long and thinking that I had done it right and still suffering, um, there, there still is hope. And so what ended up happening was I um, got educated, you know, by the big book. Somebody taught me that there's a cycle of having an allergy to the action of engaging in um, compulsive eating. And so I basically, I get obsessed with, you know, whatever it is. Um, I'm obsessing about my food and my body. And once I start that obsession process, it keeps going and I end up binging, purging, whatever it is in a lot, you might not be able to relate to mine, but whatever it is, we can all relate to the fact that we can't stop and we can't stop ourselves from starting it and we can't stop ourselves from going way too far. And so, um, yeah, so um, I went back to this because this was my solution for life and that was my source of ease and comfort. Um, and yeah, so basically I learned um, that I think like an alcoholic drinks and I eat and compulsively eat like an alcoholic um, Yeah, so yeah, so that is um, how I figured out that I was a chronic. Um, well, what I consider a, a chronic compulsive eater. So I'm a little bit different from people that might engage in compulsive eating. Um, on an occasional basis or someone that really struggles with it, but they're able to get better with, you know, professional help. I was so, totally different. And finally, um, yeah, I came to this understanding that I was powerless over my compulsive eating and that there was nothing that could really help decision myself um, over the course of many years of a lot of like therapy and stuff like that. And, um, and that's my truth. And um, yeah, so basically, um, I learned also that, you know, my compulsive eating was just a symptom of a spiritual illness and that I needed a spiritual solution. And I learned that, you know, it's my thinking that is in error and I need something bigger than myself to help fix my thinking because I'm not going to be able to fix my own thinking on my own if I'm using my own thinking. So yeah so um what i was looking for was the psychic change and i as i told you it took me a really long time to get it um but finally when i actually did um apply myself and work the steps um the way they were intended to be worked i ended up gentle remind uh-huh is that five minutes Okay, I'm assuming it's five minutes, but let me know if I'm wrong. Okay, so, um, yeah, so, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so what I needed was a program of action that would help me act my way into right thinking. And so this all made sense to me, but it's completely different when you actually do it. So what was it like to actually work the steps? Um, yeah, so I, of course, I was powerless. Um, I um, became willing to, um, you know, be open to the idea of a higher power. Um, and, you know, as soon as I took step three, basically, I, um, you know, decided that I was going to follow through with the rest of the steps. And I got into steps, um, I finished my step four, and it took me a really, really, um, that was probably where I failed previously in my attempts to work the 12 steps was I didn't really have anybody to tell me like, hey, just do it and you get it over with. You, you, you're thorough and you're honest, but nobody can help you until you do that. And so um, I finally did get, you know, again, a sponsor that had tough love and I um, made it through step five and I learned from all of my the resentment, fears and dishonesty and and harms that I had caused others, what my the true nature of my issue was, and that was my ego. And so I learned my character defects, and um, I learned that I was really run by my fears. I'm a very fearful person, and all of my decisions, you know, basically were made out of fear. And whenever you make a decision out of fear, it doesn't usually end very well. Um, yeah, and I learned that I cannot live a life based on fear, um, I was going to kill myself if I kept on doing that and drive myself back into the food. So um, I had this experience, gratefully, through, I wouldn't have had it without, you know, um, the big book of AA. Um, and my sponsor had had that, that spiritual um, psychic change. And I learned that, you know, my problems were not caused by other people. And um, yeah, and I um, asked my higher power to remove all of my character defects, my selfishness, my dishonesty. I made up stories about other people that they weren't doing things right or, you know, it, it was all about me, basically. That was the crux of my problem. Like, I was only thinking about myself and it was keeping me stuck. So anyway, um, I made amends. Um, I um, felt huge relief making amends. My first one was to my mom. And I became right-sized with my higher power. And um, I learned to keep my side of the street clean by doing a 10-step on a daily basis. I also learned to connect with my higher power um, through prayer and meditation. And then I learned that I was not going to be able to keep the recovery that I started to feel at that moment, that freedom, unless I carried the message to other people. So what my life is like now, putting all those steps into practice, 10, 11, and 12, is that, you know, I have given up trying to play God, but I have to do it on a daily basis because I'm going to go back to compulsively eating. Um, and so that's why I need a program of recovery. Um, and yeah, so basically I have really grown um, in my relationship with my higher power under the guidance of my sponsor and this program and this fellowship. And um, yeah, I just keep getting more and more freedom and happiness as I work it. Um, you know, I let go of life as I want it to be, still on a daily basis. I still want things to be my way and accept things on my higher powers terms through my 10th step. <laughs> and anyway, I think um, I need to wrap up real quick. But yeah, 
So this is a new way of life. Um, and it's a daily reprieve again. And my only hope is the maintenance and growth of the spiritual experience. So that's what makes me different. I'm, I'm a chronic compulsive eater. And so, yeah, this is serious, but um, serious business is not for the faint of heart, but also going down the path of um, my obsession and illness was also worse, you know. So I had to choose one of those roads. And fortunately, this one, you know, if you're, if you have second thoughts about whether it would work for you, it's definitely, um, I, don't, I don't think anybody, if they're honest, um, can't get this freedom and recovery. So yeah, um, thank you so much for letting me share. Um, and um, yeah, um, my name is Sasha and you can call me anytime. I'm a recovered compulsive eater and available sponsor. And my phone number is 831-400-2090.